What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Sensei Talks. Happy New Year, everyone, and I hope that y'all are staying safe out there. COVID is getting crazy, and actually, your boy is in quarantine. So, the next episodes will all be Zoom episodes. And uh, nevertheless, the mission still goes on. This, this, this is the show where we talk about things regarding our current culture, current struggles, and overall life of a young believer. We are living in the world, but not of it. And this episode is long overdue, man. It's my boy here. We were supposed to record this. <laughs> we were supposed to record this episode like months Last ago. Last year. Last year, right? This is like what six, seven months ago. Yeah, he's and um, yeah. Without further ado, this is my boy, my my right my die. half. You know, yeah. I love this dude, Elijah, Rashad. West Coast tripping. I'm saying he from the West Coast. Say that. Hey. <laughs> but what's up, man? I what appreciate is, man? you so much for this it's been yeah, a bro. minute and um i just appreciate that you gave your time even though you're on vacation back to <laughs> the <home>. east coast <laughs> <laughs> snowed in right now it's getting Jackie. crazy Jackie. out Don't there but yeah this is elijah elijah why don't you introduce yourself you know tell us what you do mr hollywood, hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what it do, what it is, my name is Elijah, known as Eli to some, or to most, rather. Uh, I don't know, I'm 24, my birthday is tomorrow. Yes, sir, actually, tomorrow is when I post this episode. Oh, shoot. This is my birthday, (laughs) just because I can't be out there right now, you know what I'm saying? The boy got it, so. Nah, it's crazy being, what, like, what is it, quarter of a century? Yeah. Learned a lot. Uh, it's made me humble. Still learning a lot as uh, we speak and as sure, we are going sure. to speak about what this, this heavy, heavy topic is today. Um, I know Darish for what, like seven years? Seven years. <clears throat> Just about. Yeah. Grew up in this, well, not really grew up in the same church, but grew up spiritually. We matured spiritually in the same church. Same church. Uh, where we were known as youth leaders for what, like three years? Four, four years, because we never technically quit. And they... <laughs> youth leaders are not. <laughs> but yeah. Once a youth leader, always a youth leader. Well, yeah, that's, no, true. But, um, that's true. So I moved to California um, July of last year, 2021. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's been hard, man. Yeah. I went there to pursue my dream to act. And in between doing that, I work in the events industry where it's really dope to mm. honestly see celebrities that you watch on TV and listen to and see in the movies and they're like up close in the face asking for some food or some drink <laughs> or just drunk. And it's it's a lot to take in sometimes, but nonetheless, I'm grateful for where I am, where God has called me to be and where he's brought me thus far but that being said uh i've been a believer for like when did i get saved it was like maybe spring or end of winter like 20 15 
15 or 16, but I grew up in the church, as they say. Didn't really know who Christ was to me personally until about the age of 15. Mm-hmm. That's when I met the church um, where we grew up spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a roller coaster ever since. Mm. So I hope to dive deeper into that as we move forward in this conversation. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, yeah, like you said, we've been together for a while. Not in the way that you think, <laughs> but, you know, uh, we definitely been through a lot. Uh, you know, we started um, together as youth leaders, kind of, that's how our relationship grew even more. Uh, you know, we have our hills and our valleys and uh, just looking back, just how God has really worked in our lives. It's just crazy, like to where we at seven years ago, like where we at to now it's just like wow like you can't like you just can't fathom like how much god has done for our lives and today we're gonna talk about i think a topic that would really resonate to a lot of people and um yeah it's today's episode is called give me faith (laughs) anyways so you know i think this is one of the virtues that people really have a hard time like kind of you know working it in their lives like i personally like i grew up in the church as well i grew up with parents as believers uh, i got saved when i was 13. uh I, i'm saying like 13. i know definitely like as a younger kid like you know you get you go to sunday school and you'll be like oh yeah i accept jesus christ as my savior but i feel like for me, when I really like put into my mind, like, yes, I am saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ was 13. And, you know, it's it's been, well, I, I'm that's 10 years ago. I'm 23. I'm going to be 24 this year. You know, Eli's going to be 25 this month. I'm going to be 24 <laughs> next month. No, saying Kobe year. <laughs> but, um. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. <laughs> but, you know. God's faithfulness has always been evident in our lives. No matter how much we don't see it, no matter how much we see it, it's uh, it's there. And um, the first thing that I really wanted to like, we're going to kind of dig deeper into faith. And like the first question in my mind is, how do we really live by faith? You know, like. How do you really apply that in our lives? And I wanted to ask Eli first because um, a lot of we have a lot of stories together. Um, we work in the youth department, man. You know, like we we've been through it. Like we was broke with no car. People was I mean, I, I'm still broke. You know, it's like it's not nothing changed. But uh like this. That the reason why this topic really came up to my mind is because, you know, I I've been reflecting a lot with like stuff that we've been through, and like we used to be so like so Eli would work at uh, he worked at Panera, I remember that no car you know yeah let me get a ride type joint no I didn't have a car I would always like ride with like Kuya Noel or Kuya Jay and. We go to Panera and they would ask for the free food. Like 
the the bread that would they I think they throwing that away. We was I breaking know. bread before. We was breaking. Yo, we was stacking. What we bread. had, bro? We was breaking. <laughs> But, you know, we we would break bread, no pun intended, no, with each other. And I also remember that one time. This one really stuck to me. Because, <clears> like, you know, we broke. I think we wanted to eat at Bonton. And, man, like, that was crazy. We didn't have money. Uh, I think we had to not even split. Right? I don't even know how much money we had. Oh, no. But yeah. we split, like, <laughs> one order of rice and, like, an order of wings. And, oh, yeah? Yo, we was, yo, we was struggling. <laughs> And those were the days where, like, we didn't even care because, like, we was happy. We were going by, like, God was faithful in our lives. Like, that's what, that's where I'm trying to go to. So, how do we really live by faith? Like, what are some examples that you think that, you know, in your life that you can think of, Eli? So, <clears throat> to start, I think by living by faith, you have to understand what faith is. You know, so in our own ways, we all grew up understanding of what faith is. Mm -hmm. You sit down on a chair, you have faith that it'll hold you up. You were born into a family, you have faith that this family will love you and care for you until the end, God willing. Um, <clears throat> but biblically speaking, faith is the uh, confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? So it's believing so much so within your own soul and spirit that what you pray about um, to God, so long as it shall glorify his kingdom, so it shall be. You know, that's what the whole thing is about. Like, in your will be done, blah, blah, blah. Um, so living it out um, or putting it into practice calls us to utilize our resources or mm. gifts or talents, or whatever you want to call it, that God has given us to encounter whatever the situation might be that we face through faith. Okay, so what that means is the battle will vary in each of us, <clears throat> um, but the one thing that we can all bet on is that they're promised. You know, like that God didn't say, all right, so I'm going to put y'all on this planet, and y'all just going to be free roaming robots that will like worship me all day long. I mean, in, in a nutshell, that is what we do, but it's a little more technical than that. Um, so in encountering those battles, we have to match them with God's word through the situations that we face in prayer, like I said. So it doesn't have to be some over-the-top, complex, secret message that you, like, have with God, um, but it should be intimate, you know? So it's just an open and honest conversation expressing how you feel with what you hope God to do with the situation um, and then how you hope it can turn to glorify him and then thank him for what he's already done or is in the works of doing. That was a mouthful, but uh, to put it simple, uh, faith is just honestly acknowledging who you are in Christ, um, putting action behind the energy, energy that you do and everything in your life. Um, as if it's for God, you know, like I wake up today and, you know, just have some things that you know you need to get done, but do it for the kingdom. You know, that's just doing things, operating in faith. Mm. We're going to get doubtful. We're going to have worries and stresses of all types. But if you have faith, what does it say? If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, mm. then that's more than enough than God could will. Yeah. And that's, yeah, like, you know, they say like, Faith can move mountains. Like, that's how much power faith has. And I was going to 
ask too, like, you know, the, uh, this question was asked sometime in December in one of our Bible studies too. And it really hit me in the heart. Like, it hit me so hard that after that Bible study, <laughs> I was just crying. And, you know, uh, we just finished another year. But the question is, like, how is our faith walk? And to me personally, like, I, I just wanted to share, like, it hasn't been easy lately. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lately like, as of as of like uh five minutes ago but but um yeah it just hasn't been easy man like easy. life i don't i think it's not just me but everyone is going through it like i see i see it on like social media not even just so, like bro tiktok like all them peoples is depressed man like i don't, I don't know what's, what's in the air right now like i get the pandemic as mm. well like life is just not going so well for everyone and things don't work out and you know that question how is your faith walk um to extend that how is your faith walk when things that you've asked for don't work out you know we have a lot of dreams and we have a lot of you know yeah like i said we have a lot of dreams like me and eli have a lot of dreams man and you know, we all had to take a step of faith to kind of achieve them. And sometimes life ain't just cop, you know, they're just not cooperating. Like, it's just, it is what it is. That's how life is. And one thing that really tested my faith was, you know, this year, like all the sudden changes in my life that kind of just like, boom, like, yeah. yo, no explanation, just dropped on my head, bro. And I was just like, so lost, <clears throat> but here's the thing that really I am like impressed with myself is the way you handle things with a mature faith. Now, what do I mean by like a mature faith? Like, you know, he talked about Hebrews 11, the first, the first verse he was like, now faith is the confidence in, uh, it's the confidence for. in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And you know, these changes, we never we haven't seen or we didn't see it coming. That's what I was going to say. We didn't see it coming. And mm. God placed us in situations where, you know, we don't know the answers. We could have, like, for instance, like you could have prayed for something for so long and he finally gave it to you. But all of a sudden, God just takes it away. And what do you do in response to that? Now, the best example that I've really been looking at is Abraham and He's in, his name was mentioned in Hebrews 11 as well. He's one of, one of the, um, you know, they call it faith all-stars. You know, when in verse 8 of Hebrews chapter 11, he says, By faith, Abraham went called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign land country he lived in tents as did isaac and jacob who were heirs with him of the same promise so like god like has blessed like he walked he took a step of faith is what i'm trying to say and even with <clears throat> isaac like that story of when god asked him to sacrifice isaac um that's by faith mm -hmm. 
Like, that's God literally asking, like, yo, let me get the blessing <laughs> that you've been praying for. And let me just take him back real quick. You know, let me see what you're going to do. <clears throat> and literally, Abraham, no questions. Yeah, let's go. We're going up to the mountain, son. Like, bro, it is what it is. Like, yeah. this is it. And he followed God. And so, like, your fate walk, like, how you respond to things that life throws at you like that's where you see the true maturity of faith and i've been reading this book called mingling of souls and i shared this with eli later oh earlier not later earlier and there was just like there was this part in this in the chapter that talks about sufferings and um you know because it says here like because there is no avoiding the stress and the fallenness of the world especially well, in this topic, it's talking about marriage, but, you know, how you handle what the fallen world throws at you right. is how you really are. So that would describe your fate walk. Like, how, how do you respond to that? And I mean, I'm a, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that, Eli. Oh, no, I uh, for sure do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I mentioned earlier, I moved to California in july of 2021 and it wasn't i mean i guess you could say mentally i always knew i was gonna move there and what what's crazy is as a believer you know you know that god has placed certain desires in your heart and so you pray 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 that they'll come to fruition if you sow the seeds that it, that it takes to you know uh witness that that lifestyle or whatever it is that you um have that desire of hmm um so it wasn't until like i i heard or i asked and then i heard several confirmations about mm. when i should move um but of course there were missing pieces in that answered prayer because of the awkward thing about god sometimes is that he answers things in like the most mysterious way where you sometimes you'll get what you prayed for and sometimes you won't and then it's like not a no but it's like a not yet mm. and so even though I finally moved, like I've been wanting to, um, what happened was I was just like, dang, like, is this what it really means to live in California? Mm. And it didn't feel like how I thought it would feel. You know, I had, um, I imagined it to be like, um, what's the word? <clears throat> I don't know, like, I, I thought it would be easier, I guess you could say. Oops. Like, I thought I wouldn't miss my family that much. I thought that, you know, every day would just be, like, clear skies, sunny days, mm. um, bliss, to say the least. But, nah, I was met with, like, trial after trial. <laughs> Still, to this day, like, I kid you not. But I'm all the more thankful that, you know, when those trials came, I was met with uh, doors of opportunity also. When certain doors were closed... Um, I didn't think of it like the end of the world. It was just like, okay, that door closed, so another window of opportunity could also prevail through that. Um, <clears throat> so my faith walk has been shaky just because I'm like, all right, God, I know you called me out here to do this and that. So, like, what's next? You mm -hmm. know, and when you're in that waiting period, it's just like, how do I be still in a moment where it feels like my life is moving way too fast, you know? 
Um, but it's really just about applying that pressure in prayer mm. and just asking God to deliver. Because he will. He definitely will. He sure has. And it's just like, sure. through that, um, kind of feels like Peter. I think we talked about this earlier. Where Peter, um, Jesus called him out of the boat to walk on water. Because Peter was like, Jesus, Jesus, is that you? Like, I think it's a ghost. Ah, and he was like freaking out with all the disciples. And Jesus was like, you know, if you think it's me, then like walk on water right now. <laughs> and that's literally how I feel, you know, like I'm doing it. I see Jesus. Um, but each step is just like makes me tremble a little bit. Um, but I can't fault it because then I would be, um, what's the word? I don't know, like taking my calling for granted. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I like that you brought up like the calling because as we step out in faith, like there's, you know, God has specific callings for each and every one of us. And, you know, once life starts falling apart and we give up, that's not what God wants us to do. And interesting, like he wants us to like move forward and continue that faith walk with him. Because, like, man, life, a lot of things in life is just, it's going to be unanswered. It's going to be unsure, uncertain. It's going to, there's, like, nothing in this. We don't know nothing about this world. We think we do, but we don't. But we know one fact, though, that this world is broken. It's, it's, it's going to lead us to brokenness even more. And that's why, like, it's so important to really just develop that relationship with God and just like because without it too without that relationship this is I, I want to bring this up too because without a relationship with God with Jesus who are you really putting your fate on you know like okay like do you like do you honestly believe and have <laughs> faith that God can do all the things that you ask for. Now that's that's the real thing about like the, the real faith. Like, yo, God, I'm letting go. And this like Eli has said this to me a bunch of times. Totally different situations, <laughs> but it still applies. Let go and let God. Like, yeah. yo, and now like in the stuff that I'm facing right now, man. So such a comf like a comforting sentence like let go and let god but i mean it's easier said than done yeah, yeah. i'm not saying that like yo i could do it bro no <laughs> let me tell you bro i've been struggling for a long minute and this man eli gotta keep me on track like yeah, yo I mean, it's hard it's, it's really hard that's how it is <laughs> you know we tend to like look back <laughs> but you can't yo gotta move forward you gotta you gotta move oh. forward and uh speaking of moving forward <laughs> you know like that's that's just how you know god is faithful in our lives and um you know are we really trusting god and here's a good question like you know it's kind of because me and eli haven't really seen each other in a while but yeah, it's a good thing to catch. Like it, I'm using this as content, catching up as content. But, wow. <laughs> but my time, you know, we talked about our struggles with like, and really just 
putting God there and like having faith that he can take control of our struggles. But what about some of some ways that that God like really worked in our lives like some ways that he showed his faithfulness. It could be like one situation, especially in California. I'm going to tell one too, but I want you to go first, Mr. Hollywood. The West <laughs> You're Side. <asking> about... <laughs> Huh? You're asking about examples of how God. Yeah, like some, himself? like yeah, some ways God worked in your life, like by being faithful. Okay. You know? Right. So, like I said earlier, I had known I've been wanting to move to California since I was eight. Mm. You're not. And it wasn't until 16 years later when I was presented the opportunity to do so, and um, it was through friends that I had met in California already, mm. and. You know, I talked about what my, like, goals were in some aspect. And um, <clears throat> they were like, oh, yeah, well, we're planning to move into this house. So if you want to move in, like, let us know. And things got sticky. But by God's grace, I was able to move in and find a new church community. Hmm. And He'll song you <laughs> Yes, but it, wasn't, it wasn't like I put it like really like it happened so quick but it didn't mm -hmm. so I met them we made that agreement in like March and mm -hmm. I attended their Sunday Easter service uh, I think like my second or third week in California when I was just visiting in March and April and I literally heard the pastor pastor uh, Sam Lopez talk about in his message the differences in between the differences in being childlike versus mm. childish mm. i'm like okay god like mm. what's up <laughs> and pretty much he was just saying like we are called to have childlike faith you know like believing so much that god can do just like miraculous things like you know kids ask for the craziest things like my nephew is always talking about how he wants to meet godzilla and do stuff like that <laughs> and if we look at that like if we look at god like oh my gosh i can't wait to meet god one day like it's the best thing ever like we need to have that type of faith moving forward in our adult lives and, and mm. forth whereas if you're being childish you have that immature faith where you allow your doubts and struggles and worries and and or fears to consume you mm. and not saying that you're too immature to come out of it but it's like you can't be so quick to just um, fall into those those thoughts where it, like I said, it consumes you. Um, so I took that and it resonated with me and I just translated it as, okay, God, I know is calling me now to Hillsong. Or not necessarily to Hillsong per se, but just to California. Um, I was already doing school. Um, I feel like I was at the I guess you could say like right age to move out i guess <laughs> there's no right age but i just felt comfortable enough to move out and just see what god has in store for me mind you had to sell my car i had to uproot myself from my family and from my friends and my church mm -hmm. family and all that um i had to quit my job and a lot of those things are like top priorities in an adult life like family friends job car like you need those to survive <laughs> as an adult yeah um so when I moved, luckily, like I knew my dad lived in California. Um, so I was cool. I wasn't like too far from immediate family. 
Um, but I didn't have my own car to get to and from, you know, where I needed to go. Kid you not, um, my first like weekend there in California was the most stressful, <laughs> stressful time because I had a project I needed to do. What was it like two days after I moved? And I had no way of getting there. It was like an hour away. So um, God came through for sure. And my dad, although he couldn't take me to that project to do work, he was like, I mean, I have this extra car if you want to use it until mm. you, you know, can afford one of your own, like feel free. So that allowed me to see so many more opportunities that came between like, what was it like July through October? Mm. That was all God, man. Like I just pray, like I don't want to rent a car because I'm just trying to save money and like, you know, survive. It's right. Weekend out here, like it's just so hard. But um, yeah, just being reassured that if I let this situation go, God has it in his, has it in his control. If I try to take it in my own hands, I'm going to lose control. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's very... I mean, for me, I mean, I think whew, my whole life has been <laughs> a step of fate. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. whole life has been a step of fate, man. Like, yo, I feel like, I mean, I mean, just sharing, like, just Bible college, uh, not a lot of people are going to quit their major and go to a Bible college where there is this is too this is sacrifice but this is a career suicide financially I mean you save money but you know after that what are you really gonna do career suicide you ain't got no money you stressed out half the time or 80% of the time and then bro you just tired you know what I'm saying like every day you work and like for me it's my but god is faithful this is where like you know he's really shown his faithfulness and all those four years like looking back like god has definitely worked my like his his way in my life like i remember when i made that decision like yo i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go to bible college um 2017 youth camp last day <laughs> Everyone was cheering. In my head, literally, God was like, yo, it's time to go. It's time to go. And then 2017 ends, 2018 comes. I get in a car accident in February. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which forever ruins my back. Um, you know, but this is, this is where like that. Yeah, this is all about crazy fate, man. Shout out Michael Todd. No. Hey, <laughs> Shout out Michael Todd. <laughs> yeah, TC. <laughs> but no, for real, that message. Anyways, if you check check out that message, it's really good. Like that message series, very. Shout out Michael. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hey, if you're looking for a, a young pastor to make it, I'm trying to move to Oklahoma. So, yeah. but you know in preparation for Bible college. This is where, this is an example of how like, God really worked his way in my life. I had a, I had this tiny car. I don't know, Eli remembers this. I had this tiny Civic that I could barely fit in. And <laughs> I got in an accident in that car. And, you know, it was, man, it was headache. But that car, through that accident, 
and this is crazy, got me a BMW X3. And yo, the most reliable car. <laughs> I've had it for years, man. It's It's got, nah, it's not a year. So 2018, 19, 20, 20. I, we've had it for three years. It's 100,000 miles. It's been everywhere. Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> it's been Baltimore. a Virginia. Baltimore. It went, bro, it went everywhere. And that car became my transportation for two years. Actually, three years. And it's, bro, it's been everywhere. And God was faithful with that. Providing me a car without having to worry about if something's going to happen to it. And, like, that's one. And although now he's kind of struggling because he getting old. He's just chilling right now in the driveway and I'm driving a different car. I thought you were talking about me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, yeah, it's still good. But God is, God is faithful. And as I finish Bible College in May, I officially graduate. Um, just seeing how <clears throat> God continues to work, man, I definitely made, like, throughout the years, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a perfect person. No one is perfect. I've definitely like fallen short a bunch of times and this is where like this Bible character like I've been reading about him lately and this is David he's called you know the Bible call him calls him the man after God's own heart and we know the story of David you know he's a great man he's the king of king of Israel like all all of that but there's that one circumstance that he was so sinful, and a lot of people like to bring this up. <laughs> that instance with Bathsheba. <laughs> I know, my man's was thirsty, and he really wanted some, you know. So what you trying to do? Hey, he, he was trying. He's like, yo, bring me that shooty right here. If you with it, I'm gonna. You know what I'm saying? It gonna be over with. Not only that. This lady got a man's, and he sent the man to war, you know, sent him to the front lines, got him killed, David murdered. But here's the thing, why I brought this up, because we usually look at our failures as, oh man, like, this is it. Like, you know, God's not going to be faithful to me anymore. You know, like, those <laughs> situations, <laughs> yes, I would say, like, man, I've fallen short so many times, bro. And as much as I want to be transparent on my YouTube channel, no. <laughs> you want to what? <laughs> want to be transparent? I won't be like so all over the place. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I've fallen short most of the time. Yeah, you know? like it's just human nature. But God, you know, uses those failures as a lesson. Um, you no, know, in the end, you know, David. Yeah, he definitely ended up marrying Bathsheba, <clears throat> and then some of their kids tried to kill him. All that kind of drama, family drama. See, but God, he was still described as a man after God's own heart. Because there's a couple reasons why. And, you know, one, after that whole scenario, he repented. He repented. And he humbled himself before the Lord. It's like, God, I made a mistake. I know it was a mistake. My, I'm so dumb right now. You could have killed me right now. But God, I'm still here. Yeah. You know? like, And besides being humble and reverent, like, he was, he, he was devoted to God. Like, he 
and he followed God, you know, he was faithful as well. And lastly, like, he was trusting in the Lord and everything that he did. So, if ever you're feeling that, like, yo, I am a complete failure. Mind you, the man that the Bible described as someone, um, that the man after God's own heart, David, failed miserably. The worst thing you could ever do. Still, God was faithful in his life. And that's that's how he is in our lives as well. And um, to kind of push on now, we're going to talk about, like, you know, worrying about the future. And this is all, now this is where your faith really gets tested. Um, worrying about the future. Um, oftentimes, we deal with, you know, the anxiety of not knowing what's ahead of us. Or, you know, all the uncertainties that we are kind of like questioning in our head. And um, for Eli, I wanted to ask, like, what are, like, some encouragement that you could say, like, how to, like, not deal with things like that, you know, like, how to not worry about the future? So, number one not worrying about the future that causes you to like honestly just pray and i can't put it any more plain than that <laughs> because prayer changes things i don't know if anybody out there listening like really recognizes mm. this but literally like <clears throat> life happens to all of us it is the longest thing we're going to endure ever mm. it outlives or it outgoes is that even a word outgoes it lasts longer than any relationship you'll ever ever have any like job you'll ever have any career you'll ever endure it's like life goes on forever and you can't stop it you can't go back you can only move forward so mm. when it comes to worrying about the future uh, i mean it happens to me it happens to all of us but what I have to remember is, you know, God is working all things together for my good and for his glory. So long as I love him and he, I know he loves me. So it's like, I have to put my faith into action and into words and just taking whatever it is that's, you know, I'm wrestling with <clears throat> and put it in prayer. Like be specific, be honest, and just believe that God will deliver you from whatever the case might be, you know, um, again, we were never promised a blissful life. Uh, we were promised, you know, everlasting life. Mm. So how are you going to live that out? You know, so, I mean, it's crazy because we were just listening to a sermon from Pastor Cap yesterday about oh, yeah. timing and tomorrow and then yesterday. But um, what I can say is, um, I was gonna say like, how many of you raise your hands? <laughs> no, but like seriously, like, ask yourself, how much more time can I add to my life by worrying about this situation? Mm, no. I have a verse about that. You're, as a matter of fact, wasting time worrying about that situation. Not that you know, you can't worry because we're human. At the end of the day, like we're gonna worry about things whether it's like an interview or like school you might be applying to, graduation, 
job, career, future, like myself included, like what is to come of my future? I don't know. But God knows. So like Pastor Cap said, we have to learn to let go of the past and then um, just be present. Yeah. Except today as the gift that it is. That's why it's the present. Right. And, you know, this verse, it spoke to me, you know, about during these times. And then it's in Matthew 6, 25 to 27. And it's, it's crazy because, like, you know, we get so worked up about the future that we lose focus on the, the now, today, the present. And this is what it says. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Verse 26, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? And verse 27, this is my verse for the year. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And it's like when I read this, this verse came upon around New Year's Day. I remember this. I was just reflecting, you know, I haven't had a good month. Uh, well, 2021 is just crazy. <laughs> you can tell it in my eyes. You can tell it. It's, it's just the worst. But am I going to dwell in it? No, I'm not going to dwell in it anymore because God wants us to move forward. And, you know, I've been so focused on worrying about what's next that I forgot to focus on what's really in front of me. And it really like, you know, God really had to work in my heart and made me realize like family, my friends, you know, my ministry. Like that's what, that's what's important. Like kids, I coach basketball and kids would text me like, yo, we need you. You got to keep your head up, coach. Like we need you. And that's to me, like it really like, yo, oh, I've taken a lot of people for granted in the past years. And man, because I've been worried about the future. And so can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Nah. And another verse, um, this is from our devotional, I think, that me and Eli have been doing a devotional about not looking back. So, because the more we look back, the more we, like, get anxious about the future. Because we look at the failures that we have in the past, and then, excuse me, we look at where, well, I think God wasn't in this situation, but he was. He was just trying to show you something. And Philipp is, this verse is Philippians 3, and this is verse 13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And to put it into perspective, the more we focus on what God's purpose is in our lives, the more we look through God's eyes. Yeah, 
that's how we deal with these anxiety and uncertainties and all the questions that you want to ask. That's how you solve it. That's how God works in our lives. If we continue to seek Him, continue to come to Him, and all our worries will fade away. And um, that's how we overcome such things. But another important thing, and this is why I brought my brother here, is because accountability. Yo, good counsel. Good counsel. I'm telling you, good counsel is so important. In our lives, bro. I would suggest if you don't have someone that holds you accountable, find them. Find <laughs> no, for real, find one. I'll be happy to. I'm a, I'll be happy to call you out. No, a lot of the time they're a lot closer than we think. Too. Yeah, you never know. You really never know who's that person gonna be. And I'm just blessed with you know with Eli. Not only Eli, I have a lot of my church family that really been there for me all throughout the years and you know the reason why I got this this vid <laughs> this COVID it was because I was with some family <laughs> well not family we're my friends and um family now family yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> we but we all went through it together you know not not COVID but we have <laughs> we've been through a lot like this is where you know there a true accountability partner that really cares about your growth with Christ is someone who is not afraid to call you out with the things that you really need to work on. And that's how we grow together. You don't condemn a person though. You kind of like, hey, brother, I love you, Man. but you got to work on this thing. And me and Eli have a lot like stuff like that. Even though, <clears throat> you know, we're far apart now, like we're, no, I'm like the, yeah, well, for now, until the 11th. But even though he's like thousands of miles apart, relationship stays the same. And, you know, that's why I, 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 I want to stress that out. Find good counsel. I'm telling you, bro. I, I would have gone crazy if I didn't have good counsel in my life. I feel like that's what helped me really keep my faith walk together because as brothers and sisters we're you know we're not called to be alone that's why god said in genesis man is not good alone that's the only time he said it's not good and it doesn't mean relational you know it's also friendship family <clears throat> god wants us to be with our brothers and sisters in christ and that's how you know that's another way of really fighting through that worry about the future because if you know a brother is also struggling hey you struggle together, struggle you, together get, <laughs> you struggle together and you you know you take on what god has for each and every one of us and so um i don't know if eli has anything to add about accountability but good <laughs> counsel i'm telling you it never ceases to fail no yeah just uh <clears throat> emphasize i mean not only should you have good counsel but it's still very important that you seek god first mm. um, because even i have the habit of just like you know when you hear about news whether it's good or bad you want to tell the first person who you hold near and dear to your heart maybe the first five people first three people whatever the case might be um regardless if it's good or bad news you should just seek god first Mm -hmm. Seek him 
should always be taking it as a senior to be uh, Just tell him, you know, be honest. Like, you know, because what happens is sometimes we forfeit our blessings, we delay our blessings because we're, we're just like, it's hard to explain. It's like, in some sense, you should speak out to it over your life. That's mm. whatever. That fake talk. That yeah, fake talk. <laughs> shout out, shout out, transformation. <laughs> and you, <laughs> but at the same time, you just have to be very careful with what you say around whomever it is. That's yeah, yeah. Because I mean, God spoke it to you, and it's it's when when He speaks, like it's it's so very intimate and like treasured that you don't want to lose. Um, the next thing I'll say about accountability is find somebody who is not afraid to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Because when um, certain somebody was going through a certain situation, <laughs> I know they wanted to hear, you know, what they wanted to do about this situation. Yo, yeah, let me. <laughs> and that's true, bro. And this is why, like, I I want to thank Eli for that because. Sometimes you want to hear what you want to hear, but this yeah, man was going after me, bro. I was like, don't work like that because I mean, <laughs> it, it's just like for me, like how would I want somebody to give me advice? No, it's so hard swallowing your pride and just like, yeah, knowing what you what you believe in your heart is true. Yeah, um, when you back that with logic and practical, right, right. A lot of the times for your accountability partnership. Holding you accountable. Like, if they are not coming at you with, like, some shit up facts, not yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, I agree. Like, some, it's, you'd have to disagree. Yeah, yeah. To, like, see it through. Change your perspective. That's true. Um, but with that being said, you can't allow your past to hold you. you know, it should be shaping you. And although, um, like, we progress regardless. Future has no So One of my prayers, just like as I reflect, whether it's every morning or every night, is how can I make the most of the moment? I want to do things that are more meaningful. Mm. Kind of, like, I don't do things to get attention or seek attention at all. I don't want it, <laughs> you know, but I do things that I think are meaningful. So make that your prayer. Like Jesus did not perform miracles. He did it to turn your attention to who God is. Right, right. So in wow. the same way, because he lives in us, we are protected. What are you doing right now to live out your faith that is meaningful for you? Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, to kind of end uh i'm gonna end with three verses two verses um no just one <laughs> just one um and it's also in philippians it's chapter four um verse eight you know finally 
brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of respect, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if something is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Because, you know, he was talking about we speak things into our lives um, and we got to be mindful of what we say as well. Not just with our accountability, but how we live our everyday life because... If the way we talk is always like, ah oh, man, like this, this life sucks, bro. And I, I'm not gonna lie, that's been me. But I had to work on that. Like, yo, God got you. That's all I can stress out. And if you want to be like the, you know, the top faith people in Hebrews 11, they never, bro. The only you've never seen them not trust God in what ever situation that they were in even if now you know this is not to discourage but even if you don't see the answer to what you've been you know really putting your fate on like yo like it still worked out for their good because we won't see the bigger picture until it's all over you know what i'm saying so my encouragement for each and every one of you guys is to keep pressing on have good thoughts wise thoughts have good and wise counsel have good accountability and continue to just trust god in whatever situation that you're in and that's how we always that's why we always ask for faith because we need it man it's an everyday thing every day we live by faith and the opposite of faith is not believing but well you know what's funny? The opposite of faith is doubt. <laughs> I was trying to, you know what I'm saying? I was trying, I was trying to roll. But, you know, the opposite of faith is doubt. Once we start doubting, our faith just goes, starts to shrink. But that's that's still little faith. You can still make that grow, man. Just trust God. That's all I can say. Because none of the things in this world, we have no control over it. Like, nothing. None. Nada. Like, we cannot control our lives. We cannot control our relationships. We cannot control our jobs. It's like, I, I think it was Montel Fish who said that like life is like a train, you know? And once once you get to your stop, like, you know, people kind of forget about you and life just goes on without you, man. But that doesn't mean not live life to the fullest. God has still called you to live your life, live your purpose. And so, you know, as we end, I, I don't know, Eli, you got some some closing words, some closing encouragement, maybe a testimony. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, whatever your heart feels like. You know. Hold on, have for a whole testimony. <laughs> no, but as we just end, like, I just kind of, yeah. again, thank you for No, I said time. I do. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. I thought you did it. <laughs> I was like, yo, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Say that. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so, again, just on the subject of faith, um, you know, everyone has their own interpretation of what faith is, which is fine, because faith is and should be different from all of us because we're living different lives. But as we use what we know and what we'll soon learn in our relationship and lifestyle with Christ, that is what helps us to increase our faith and understanding of who God truly is. You know, because, I mean, how I might attack a situation will be very different from you. 
but we serve the same God, so we should be putting the same, um, you know, things into practice as far as just like prayer and our like faith and belief system, you know? Um, so that being said, I mean, <clears throat> you're gonna be stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna go through seasons of waiting multiple times, seasons of just like hopelessness, but reach out to whomever it is that you can confide in and just seek that comfort from um, and receive that comfort from. But just trust and know that, you know, things are getting worked out. Mm. And you're not alone. A lot of this sounds like um, redundant or what's the word? Uh, you know, like when you cliche. Yeah. A lot of it does sound cliche, but I mean, seriously, like I, coming from, you know, a place of, still trying to figure things out myself even though i have moved but like my life doesn't end there like i'm still trying to live out what god has called me to do um say all that to say like it's not gonna be easy but you know just reach out and pray yeah wow hey man appreciate you for this time it has been a pleasure yeah man elijah Rashad, Mr. Hollywood, Mr. Hillsong, Mr. Westside, you know what I'm saying? But again, guys, this is another episode of the Sensei Talks. Um, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Tell your friends, tell your friends, and, their, and to tell their mama's mamas too, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but yes, again, Elijah. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. And, um, we'll see you all in the next episode. This is Sensei Talks. Peace out. We out.